Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Save Point Podcast. Uh, this is episode is 63, 64, something like that. I never get our episodes right. I don't know why I, I ever keep saying that, but whatever. It's it's in the 60s. Uh, we're getting close to 70, finally. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's point. what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, the 70th episode. Yes. So, uh, but no, my, na- my name is Dan, uh, host. Um, I'm joined here by, in the studio, by with Ryan, like always. Ryan always joins me here. Yo. Uh, Chris is on Discord. Hey, everybody. And, uh, well, we have a new person. It seems that we always kind of have a new person. And kind of kind of on a limb of how I met her, uh, kind of an interesting way. Uh, well, first off, her name is Katie. So how's it going, Katie? I am good. I'm good. Awesome. Um, so... Uh, the way that I actually invited her to see if she wanted to join us. Um, well, you you remember this because I was kind of laughing hysterically on the inside with this. Um, Katie used to work at a uh, certain store that sold certain games that we play on our TVs and on our computers. Okay. Which we will not say. And um, I stopped Kate- gaming at that store. You stopped gaming at that store? Yeah. That stopped being the stop of your games? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. Uh, so, Kate, if, if I can say, you have um, a fair amount of tattoos, correct? I do. I um, you know, Yes, I have um, one that's... I have two very, very big pieces and then a couple other small ones, but there is a very big piece on my uh, forearm. Uh-huh. So, and the store never had temperature consistency, so I would always, um, you know, raise, put my sleeves up. Yep. yep. And everyone can see that huge piece. Yeah. So, this gentleman that's in front of me, um, let's just say I think that he was fond of Katie. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Would, would that be a, a, an astute <laughs> assessment? Well, but yeah, that's... That's a very, very good point assessment. Okay. So does that, and he mentions her tattoos. And we're like, okay, cool, whatever. And I'm standing behind him. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you can do your purchase because I kind of want to do my purchase now, too. You know, type sort of thing. She's the only one working in the store at the time. So, or at least at the front where somebody was be taking care of somebody. And this no, guy. Just- huh? I said, no, that was just me. It was just her. Okay. So does this. And this guy proceeds, 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 that that's a word, proceeds, proceeds to um, start showing his tattoos to her. I'm like, okay, cool, dude. Like, got it. Awesome. Cool. Get it. You know, awesome. Trying to, I see, I see your game. Okay. Decides that he wants to now start to take his shirt off to show his back piece. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. In the middle of the story. Yeah. Like, not like, hey, like, lift, I'm going to lift up the back of my shirt so you can see or, like, you know, down the collar or whatever. No, like, legitimately, like, pulls his arm through the sleeve and puts it over his shoulder. Did you just audibly yell out, no? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, you know, I, I love tattoos. So I, I was like, oh, yeah, those are cool. Those are cool. And, um, you know, was nice, polite. And then he left. And then 
every single person in line that was ever there that day, like that has come back, always tells me about that guy. Yep. That's like the one thing you remember because he, he really did like take his sleeves out, pull yeah. his hoodie up. Yep. And just chest and back tattoos. Yep. Um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of went up and I'm like, hey, dude, those are pretty cool. And I kind of stared at him. I think he got the, yeah, basically, like, put the two thumbs up. Uh, so from there, um, needless to say, uh, I think I did actually comment that I did actually like your tattoos. Like, um, but I wasn't about to start to show mine. Um, and then, because, you know, I got a, I got a video game tattoo, like... I'm not gonna be like, hey, you want to check out mine on oh, my you right didn't leg? Have that one? No, I didn't have this one at the gotcha. time. I was no. gonna say it's on your forearm. It's not like that would have been creepy. No, I have All my. All you had assa- to do is go look. No, I have my <laughs> Assassin's Creed one on the back of my leg. Okay. Yeah, yeah that would have so, been weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so the Amish would have loved it. And then I don't, I don't know how like we start, like we just started chatting. Like, I don't think we made fun. Like we didn't make fun of the guy, but like Why not? whatever. <laughs> Why not? But it just kind of came up that... It's funny because um, I was wearing my wedding ring. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. <laughs> and they don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so I did that. And uh, I think we just started chatting. And then I think I mentioned the... Po- or you mentioned something about uh, the guy wants to know, you know, we had to... You used to have a guy that did a podcast here and he used to come in and now he doesn't or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, that's me. I'm like, I still do the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. and then uh, I was like, you know, would you want to ever be on the show? And said, yeah. And then from there, we kind of just set up and here she is. I promise none of us will show you our tattoos. Please don't. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, that was weird. Okay. Um, except for Chris, maybe Chris doesn't have any, hey, Chris, I, you don't have any tattoos, I, do you? I got a cupcake on a spot that, that would probably make me. Uh, I'd probably go to jail if I showed it to people. So that's a no. He doesn't have any tattoos. <laughs> I've seen it. No, I, oh, you've seen it. <laughs> though I think though, if you take so so if you take my number of tattoos, Ryan's number of tattoos, Katie, I think you actually beat us by a lot. Yep, between the two of us, it's only five, Dan. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I'm working on my sleeve, and then my other arm. Was going to be um, complete anime video games. One arm's my uh, spiritual, the other okay. arm is going to be that. And so um, that's how we like kind of got on the topic of tattoos as well. Yeah, that's but, true. But um, I do have quite a bit. I, I'm a very, very big fan of tattoos. Yeah. But I'm also a very big fan of being like very preppy and blonde. So <laughs> it's a weird mixture. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, Basically, it's kind of like you, Dan, where people look and they wouldn't expect to see tattoos if they don't see them. And then when they actually like see even the glimpse of a tattoo, they're mm-hmm. like, really? Well, actually, yeah, that was it, it's, it's kind of weird. So like I got this last one um, on my forearm and even at work. So like I don't pull my sleeves up all the way. So people will only see like the point on my sleeve. And then and then I'll actually pull my arm and they open. think it's satan no <laughs> no they don't um it just looks like a, it's just a star <laughs> um but uh i like my star i like what it represents um the so question 
Does a sleeve constitute as one tattoo? It depends on the size of the one tattoo. Yeah, is- it can based on the a sleeve just goes from basically your wrist all the way to your shoulder. If you, well, what if you don't one tattoo? Then you, that's still a sleeve. Yeah, but that's but if there's multiple pictures and multiple symbols and all of that within that sleeve, does that mean that you have separate tattoos that compromise the sleeve, or do you or a sleeve is composed, a sleeve, man, or a sleeve is just considered one full tattoo? Oh, I see what you're asking. No, it's um a sleeve is just. It's just a description of a oh. tattoo that goes from basically your wrist to all the way to your shoulder. Katie, like, what... it doesn't need to be one image. It can be just a bunch of different tattoos. But if it goes from, like, your wrist all the way up to your uh, shoulder, um, then that's considered a sleeve. Mine is going to have more of a matching pattern. Okay. Um, but some people just have sleeves, and um, it's just the things they love and like. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, what what I'm asking though is that like so you have a matching pattern. If a different pa- if yeah. you Yeah, okay, never mind. We're, a, we're we're moving on. It's a, we're moving on. The 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 answer is it's a sleeve. Okay, the, it's a sleeve. It's a sleeve. <laughs> so, okay, it's a sleeve. Got it. So, um with it being a sleeve, we'll kind of just slide into the next topic. I don't know, I don't know if I did that right or not, but That was whatever. a horrible segue. Yeah, yeah, that's a horrible segue. I just segue. can't get over thinking about Katie, was it you that said tattoos just represent things that people love in life? I have a lot of questions for Randy Orton. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I have not seen him lately. It's all skulls. Yeah, it's all skulls. Uh, he's hurt. He's been hurt for a while. Almost a year now. Fuck if I know. Oh, yeah, I know. You don't watch wrestling. So. so um, I was so into WWE. I was so into ECW. I was into wrestling so much because of my cousins and my brother until my brother told me that was fake because I didn't know that as a kid. Wait, 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 wait. How old were you when you found this out? I have to know. There's there's a little bit of a backstory of of people calling wrestling fake when it comes to Ryan. No, no, no. Okay. Twelve. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. I don't. I now, Ryan. We're catch, not going to get that conversation. You know, tell, no, no, no. I'm going to. I'm going to bring this one part up. Uh we don't feel that it's fake. It's ba- it's scripted. No, it's basically like watching an action scene from a movie. Same thing. Yeah, it's scripted. Yeah. Thanks. So um, okay. Yeah, Dan. I'm not. I'm, yeah, we're not going to. We're not going to go into I that. I don't care about that word anymore. It doesn't bother. Okay, me. got it. Uh, so, but no, going into our first topic. Uh, so one of the things that we do, uh, here is that we talk about, uh, what we've been playing. So Katie, why don't you, since you're new, why don't you start? Why don't you tell us what you've been playing? I know you have one game you do want to talk about and, uh, uh, kind of go into depth a little bit with it. So, uh, take it away. Well, yeah, I recently just got Elden Ring, um, because, I'm late on stuff. I expected it to go down in price. I don't know why. Um, so I have been enjoying that, but I have especially been enjoying um, Final Fantasy Crisis Core, the remake. Yep. It is amazing. They took, they took fifth. If you you know follow the Final Fantasy series, yeah. um, it is supposed to be a, a, like you know the prequel to Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. and Throughout the Final Fantasy series, 
how you fight is always turn-based. Yep. Like, okay, you know, and then you pick who attacks, and, you know. Mm-hmm. This one is literally, you go up hack and slash. Just yeah. like 15 ones. I, I agree with you on that one. I uh, I picked up Crisis Core, and yeah, it, it, it is very hacky, hack and slashy. Um, not even to... Um, it reminds me how 7 Remake plays. And Chris, you've played 7 Remake, so you kind of understand this. I played Crisis Core. You played, you played the new Crisis Core? I played it on the PSP. That was turn-based. No, it was point. not. No, it wasn't. It was kind of hacky slash slashy still. That's right, it was. So I, I'm I, I'm I'm just waiting for the right time to get Crisis Core. I am super excited about that. My boy Zeke. Zeke, you mean Zach? Zach, Zach, sorry. It's been literally since the PlayStation Portable since I played this game. Yeah, I'm I'm challenging you that I don't remember it being slashy. I mean, they specifically said this one they were gonna follow 15 style just because older gamers are very used to how Final Fantasy works. Uh-huh. Um, but newer gamers are very they know how hack and slash. Is. So I think they're trying to appeal to that crowd now, which is. It's a tactic, you know, um, good business tactic. Go with what's going to sell. Um, I could see people having a problem with it only because if you're a diehard Final Fantasy fan, it's just not like that turn. It doesn't feel like that turn-based. So the fighting style, that might affect it. But to me, I, I love it. I mean... I binge it. Yeah, I, I've been playing it. I've been playing it on the on the Steam Deck, and I try playing it on monitor, and I'm like, okay, it's cool, you know, on on monitor on PC. But I think because I did, I did also play it on P, uh, PSP. Um, and yes, I did beat it. Jerks. Yeah, so, but did you finish the game? I did finish the game. <laughs> what? What, Chris? That's the first time I've heard you say that. Wow, I beat it. You beating the game? It must have been good. Or yeah. it was just so bad you couldn't stop playing it. No. So what I what actually happened with me is that um, I was in college when I got it. Um, and I was bouncing for a bar uh, in college. Uh, so I would be the door guy. And this bar would not be that interesting nor a lot of people would show up until about 11 o'clock. Is this the same one I did the same thing for? Yep. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really not that Yeah, Yeah, it's not it's that quiet. interesting. It's a quiet. It's... Yeah, it's quiet. It's uneventful, which is yes. a good thing. Yes. Um, so, but they wanted us out there around 8 o'clock. So for about 8 to about 11 o'clock, there was really nothing going on. Um, so I brought my PSP, and I ended up picking up Crisis Core. So I... That's basically how I kept playing that game was I went through and beat the whole game while bouncing at a bar. <laughs> so, um, so I had a PSP. Cause I had a PSP and that's definitely something. Oh my goodness. The PSP was so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but it also like has where um, it has a lot of changes in between it. I mean, you can basically now sprint through the game, <laughs> hack and flash it. Yep. Um, because it does have that new uh, sprint feature. Um, like the new like the cutscenes, they're more cinematic, but you have to expect that from Final Fantasy. Yeah, I, I agree. They are always bummed, like the gen like their graphics are always amazing. Yeah. So, um but it you can get it in Japanese dialogue as well too. So I do like that. So you so you're playing it with Japanese um with Japanese audio and just reading subtitles? Yeah. So you can get like the Japanese audio and then turn the English subtitles on. Yeah. And I just prefer that because I'm an anime fan and I yeah. prefer to do things like from Japan. Yeah. In their original voice and stuff like that. Chris, do you do that with Monster Hunter? No. No, you still. Oh, uh, no. I, I did it uh, for my first playthrough because the English voice actors are trash. Yeah. So. So, but yeah, awesome. Japanese one. I, um, awesome, awesome. Ryan, what have you been playing? I uh, <clears throat> I was actually playing a lot of Elden Ring, like a lot, like a lot, a lot, because I wanted to give it a shot after you know game mm-hmm. of the year. Me saying it didn't deserve it, I was like, well, I'll actually I'll try and give my opinion some merit, and I'll actually play the game. Opinion still stands. It's a good game, but mm-hmm. opinion still stands. But uh, yeah, no. It was a lot of fun, that and uh, a little bit of Call of Duty. And the and the the opinion again is that it shouldn't win Game of the Year for, over God of War. Okay, even after playing mm. as much as I did, no something to say on that. No, not there's no stretch of the imagination that that I can see that. Huh. I'm sorry. No, I think it got. I think God of War got cheated because it released so close. To the video games awards that it didn't have enough time to sell as much and stuff like that as Elden Ring. If they and, wanted game of the year, they should have waited a month. And and released it in January. Or yep. wait, when did it no, it released in March in November. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. yeah, they should have waited. They should have waited until January if they wanted. If they wanted that reward, that prestige, game of the year, they should have waited till twenty twenty three. But twenty twenty three has so many more games coming out that it would have been more competition. They would have beat all those games. <laughs> no, it's coming out twenty twenty three. Starfield. They would have beat Starfield. Starfield, yeah. Uh, Diablo. Yeah, Diablo um, four. They're they're. Xbox is going to if Xbox keeps their their release windows as they were, even though that they're I'm saying release windows. I don't want to say dates because they really haven't put dates on a lot of things. They've just put in release windows. If they keep that and it's true, you're right. I think the I remember Xbox didn't really win anything this year they, at the video they, game awards. They shouldn't have. Yeah, they really haven't come out with anything. Do you? I mean, Chris, did you? I mean, or Katie, did you watch it? They, I can't remember them actually winning anything this year. No, yeah, they didn't win. Yeah, so it'll be the year of the Xbox. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking. That's why I, 
strongly believe they should have waited a month. Well, we're predicting it'll be year of the Xbox. Let's see how things turn out. I mean, Starfield is what it is. It's Bethesda, but Bethesda also made Fallout 76. It's true. But then everyone does use the argument, oh, this was the first year God of War didn't win Game of the Year um, when it, the year it was released. And I don't like that argument because it's just like, there wasn't, there wasn't time. So it's not really a fair argument to uh-huh. win, to like say that and like to compare that. Because, of course, like, Elden Ring came out, jeez. February. 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 You know, had plenty of time to fix anything, was wrong, and all that. But, you know, God of War only got a month. Yeah, well... God of War didn't really need to fix anything. Yeah, and and that's the thing. It's like, Elden Ring really didn't fix anything either. No, there wasn't much to fix. No, there wasn't. The game was bug-ridden. No, the, they... The, they fixed the fact that um, in the beginning, there's the you die. You're supposed to die, and there's a black hole that you are supposed to jump down, and that is the tutorial. But no one was doing it, so Elden Ring did put in that fix, like, and that's why everyone was like, "This is too hard. This is too hard. It doesn't tell you what to do. I hate it." Well, they put in the message, hey, for the tutorial, jump down this, you know. Yeah, it's a message like players leave for each other. There's yeah. one like yeah. by the cliff side now that lets people know, go down here. Yeah, it's for a tutorial. I had the advantage of having you and Chris coach. Oh. That's the only reason I knew about it. See, it popped up for me like separately, like told me to go jump, jump down that hole. I don't know when you bought I just bought it this month. No, I bought it when it came out. I just mm-hmm. didn't care for it and didn't actually really play it until recently. Okay. Uh, yeah, we yeah we all got it when it when it came out. Um, I don't know. Like I, I still, the, the, this is the thing that doesn't get me, and um, it really throws me is that we counted because you were here. God of War took six of those awards. Yeah, me and you had the theory that if. You win that many awards. You should be winning game of, game of the year. Plus plus the whole, you know, Elden Ring sold more copies because of the length of time argument. Avatar made the most movie money out of all movies, but... It's not that great of a movie. <laughs> it shouldn't win Best Picture. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Jesus, Jesus, I took a dump and took a gander at it, and it was the same thing as watching Avatar. Oh, you went there. I, <laughs> Fell asleep during the first one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> Ryan's first poop joke. <laughs> so, um, okay. Uh, Chris. Now, I don't have that strong of opinion negative about Elden Ring now after yeah. playing it, but yep. I still don't think, I still think God of War should have taken yep. it. That's just my opinion. Oh, wait. Before we get to Chris, though, you do have something. You did pick up something that you've also been playing oh, with. Oh, yeah. The Dual um, Sense Edge. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, that new fancy PlayStation Pro controller. I'd advise people who are thinking about it to buy it. It's got a lot of cool features. It's worth the two hundred dollar price tag. Yeah, they added a couple buttons on the bottom. These FN buttons that allow you to map specific control settings. Yep, you can have one set for each game mm-hmm. and access to instantly have access to four at a time. You just click an FN button, hit 
triangle, square, X, or circle, mm-hmm. and it immediately switches the control settings. It's got, if you've ever seen a Pro Controller, it's got options where you can add, uh, you can the add paddles on the pa- back. paddles on the back. It has, you can change the, um, how much pressure you need to put on the left and right L2 and R2 triggers to oh, use yeah, them. The trigger sensitivity. Like I was playing Call yep. of Duty last night, and I told you, Dan, I saw the significant difference in one-on-one confrontations with players and how much faster mm-hmm. I'm taking them mm-hmm. down just because while they have they don't have that they have to push L2 to aim down all the way and R2 to aim down all the way I barely it's just basically I just tap it with my finger yep well you're using what one of the paddles as the R, R1 and L1. I replaced I don't use L1 and R1 for any game anymore I use two paddles on the back so I don't even have to move my index fingers and worry about yep. that anymore they just stay fixed so do you feel that this is an unfair advantage then because Probably. not anybody can just throw down two hundred dollars. Probably, but it's not like I'm not dominating. That's true. That's true. Like, you know what I mean? That's I can see an improvement, but I'm not yeah. dominating. I mean, it's an advantage, but do you, if you're a better player, you're still a better. Do player. you see any advantage out of it? I think it would. It just helps someone who's not that great have more of a chance. Got it. <laughs> do you feel it being used out of first-person shooters? I could see a use for it outside of first person shooters. I I played Elden Ring with it a little bit. Okay, I can see the advantage of that. That's big. That's a big help in Elden Ring. Yep. Barely having to worry about touching the button yep. to attack. Yep. Well, I mean, you brought it over obviously in the studio, and it's the first time that I've actually seen it in person. Um, I like it. I you know I I think it's I think it's a little heavier, just a tad. Not it's heavier. It's got more tech in it. Yeah. Um, but not not enough where like I feel my hands would get tired holding it. No, it, they don't. Yeah, they don't get tired. Um, it's it feels nice. Yeah. The grip feels great. Plus, it's got that feature I showed you where yeah. it's got the locking system for when yeah. you charge it to protect yeah. the cord. Yep. And then it's got the um, easy access to the if you for the analogs for oh, uh-huh. for the left and right analog sticks. It's got it's easy to pop the front plate off and get access to not just like you don't have to follow tutorial and take off screws. You just pop them out and you can replace anything to combat the uh ps5 horrific stick drift issue yeah well i mean all consoles deal with that i mean i know xbox is and it's not as bad as the I nintendo de- though this is the first i mean playstation 5 was the first like, time i dealt with it it sounds exactly like the elite controller from xbox yeah i also used and was great so you guys can see it on here um obviously normal one i think the the interesting thing is um and then that's that one. So I think the interesting thing is right here on the front, like where you plug in, that's more edged. Like this is round here. On yours, there's like an actual corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a, one of those kind of interesting design characters that I just noticed. Not that I think it's doing. I think the touchpad actually looks glossier or. Well, it's got patterns to it. I don't know. Let's see. I think the. Yep. It's got it's just patterned with the uh with the buttons. Yeah. They're tiny triangles, squares, X's and circles. Yep. All over it. It's just got a design to it. That's all. I mean it's got I mean, now one of my one of my friends got this controller and they did complain about the battery life of it. Yeah, the What's battery life is pretty bad, but the good thing is but the good thing is is the cord that they provide you is pretty damn long. Like I compared it to one I had to buy from a third party off Amazon 
and it's about the same length. Like it reaches my TV is on one end of my room, uh, my living room, and the other, then the couch is on the other end, and it reaches. Yeah, and your the PlayStation's one of, right next to the TV, and it reaches. So it's you're you're plugging one of those, it in the charger is not a big deal. You're one of those people, and I'm just one of the. I, I it's probably just because I'm blind. Um, I uh, I need to kind of sit up close to a TV, not like my face in the TV, but I need to be closer to the TV to when I'm playing a game. Well, my TV is also enormous. So I don't, yeah, I don't want to, but you can, yeah, you sit far back though. Like yeah, I sit on the opposite end of the room. Yeah, you do. And, and I don't know how you do it. So, because when I'm over, when I would be over by you or whatever, I'd always sit like right in front of the TV, even not knowing how big it was. When we lived together, I used to sit in front of the TV mm-hmm. closer. Yeah. So we'd play 2k and it would be like, it'd be like a dad and son watching television. Yeah. You on the floor sitting, <laughs> Sitting with your legs crossed like a samurai, yeah. <laughs> right up looking at TV and me all the way back on the couch, kicking your ass. Yep. Well, no, we used to we used to put oh, the, yeah, we, we did we, the team thing. Yeah, we did the team thing. He would was, have Mortal Kombat was the games we yeah. used to have tournaments with. Yeah, I think what is it? We went through a whole season and in was it two K seventeen? Twelve. Two K twelve. Oh wow, that is a long time ago. Two K twelve and I would have hundred points. Just on my own, he'd have a hundred assists because he'd always assist me, and the rest of our rest of our guys would have like negative three points. <laughs> you can't have. I know you can't you have. Can't have, have I'm, I'm trying to make points. a point here. Okay, blown joke, whatever. <laughs> so now uh, that was fun times because, yeah, because then we would go and then play that all day and then go get drunk that night, and then people would come back and we would have Mortal Kombat tournaments. Yep. That that usually what and our weekend cousin, consisted of. Everyone knows it. Phil, he's been on the show before. Yep. We'd kick the crap out of everybody. Yep, yep. It was fun. Um, Chris. Oh wait, wait, wait. Before yeah. before we get to Chris. No, no, Sorry, you, no, you no. already did that. Yeah, Let's no. Get this to Chris. Is, no, Let I'm going to see how many times I can call Chris and say, no. "Hey, Chris, get ready." No, and then not. You're not Jimmy Kimmel. He's not Matt Damon. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, so Chris. No, wait. Right. So would no, you? Say- no, Chris. What have you been playing, buddy? I've been playing Monster Hunter Rides on the Xbox. So have I, but go ahead. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been playing anything else? Well, well he did play. El- he was helping me with Elden Ring. I, I do not know. You know correct. I, I, I did help. I did help Ryan, I hit Ryan went through Elden Ring and a little bit with you, Dan, and Elden mm-hmm. Ring. Uh, I'm stuck in Melania. Um, it's. <sighs> Anybody who knows that boss, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, I heard the frustration. Uh, she's a, she's a, uh, you got a rubber mallet, and the handle is a pool noodle, and you're hitting a brick wall. That moves like lightning. Yeah. That the is brick the walls best, don't like, you're not doing any damage because the second you do something, they put they slap some quick set concrete on there and it's healed. Yeah, whenever she hits you, she gets healed. She heals herself. Oh God. Yeah. Which is why that let me solo her is such a big deal by not getting hit by her. That's hmm. how he beats her. Because the guy literally wears a jar for a helmet and he uh, kicking tires and lightens the fires. Hmm. Interesting. No, I really haven't been playing too much. Uh, you know, just enjoying the lull of 
not having too many games coming out at one time. I'm waiting for Cyberpunk DLC. I cannot wait mm. for it. Well, you got, what is it, from the time recording right now, too, you're also waiting for Hogwarts, aren't you? Um, not really. I mean, I'm, I, you know, review-wise, everybody, everything's, so far, it's been really good about it, but I'm going to see what the YouTuber reviews are before I believe the real critic reviews, because critics are um, paid to play. Uh, we're not making that claim. Don't make that claim. Well, plus it's they're they're just people like us. It's their opinion. Yeah. Don't make that claim. So, um, but no. So you're you're just kind of holding off then on on Hogwarts right now. I got a couple other things, and you know, probably gonna be dabbling in ESO here soon. Okay. Got it. How does Did um, you say ESO? Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw they were coming up with coming out with. I saw an ad for something with yeah Necro. Yeah. So if you pre-order Necrom, you get every single DLC. Um, or every single DLC expansion, whatever you want to call it, uh, prior you can play. And that's what's coming out in June, June 20th or something. Nice. So, but you know, they really need to open that up. What? The fact that only Xbox players can play with Xbox and PC and all of that. They really need. Oh, to I didn't know that. that. I dabbled you in it. On not, you do not want PC players playing with console players. Hey, we're not that bad. Hey, we've already seen, we've already seen the shit show that's created for games recently. It don't. It takes less than a week for, for people to start calling it out. And trust me, I can still see it in Call of Duty. Yeah, you can still see the aimbot in full effect. Ninety percent of the time, I'm killed. You could see it's a PC player, and somehow they have a light machine gun. This big ass. If you don't know what that is, it's a big ass heavy gun that's hard to control. You really got to work on handling the recoil. They fire it like it's. A, they fire with the accuracy of an SMG. Huh. That's not possible unless you're using something. Like as far as staying on target, Katie, you're gonna say something. Yes, I was. Um, I forgot. I'm so sorry. Go on. Okay. Um, the comment of console players and PC players need to be separate. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, now, when I did work at that uh, one store where we met, um. There are a lot of people that come in for those um, extra parts. They can get you banned online because it's cheating. Um, I will say I, it's because um, I get that. I tell a lot of them for people because they would say uh, PC has an av- advantage, which it, it does. Um, but what he got was basically like it like auto locks for him. He doesn't really have to aim. Um, and I just remember my manager being such a jerk to him and then uh, saying like, yeah, I'll sell it, but I don't have to respect people who cheat. <laughs> wow. I'd call him out too. Yep. True. My um... manager, my, Oh, my, he said, are you sure you just don't want to, you know, get good at the game? <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> um, Chris, with Monster Hunter, how you're still playing on the video, can't, you know, what is it? The VHS player Xbox, right? Yes. So the big one, the big Xbox One. Yep, how yep, is, I'm playing on, 
Uh, you know what? Believe it or not, um, it like graphically compared to the Switch, I actually have graphic options. All the uh, um, you know, I can I have it on high uh, high settings, high frame rate, um, and it's pretty pretty good. It's uh, there's a little less input lag compared to the Switch. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But, like playing it on Xbox because I downloaded it for the Series X and playing that, I don't, I don't think I, I mean, I'll play it on Switch one just because of how far we are. But but I, I don't think I'll be maining a, a Monster Hunter on the Switch for a while. Yeah, no, this is the Xbox version actually is very very good. So, um, but once again, that doesn't have cross play. It has a P, uh, Xbox Game Pass crossplay, so I could download it on my PC and play with you guys on Xbox. Uh, yes, really, I'd have to check that out because I have I can get it on both, and that would be really cool. But um, is it cross save though? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that one. So okay. So we got that. I can at least say that if it's from Xbox, it usually can uh, do cross-platform with PC, and that's just because Microsoft owns both. I I did notice that. That is true. Uh, Let's see. Monster Hunter Rise. Let's see. I'm looking right now. Uh, cross platform Xbox Xbox cross platform co-op cross gen co-op so it does look like I mean it just tells you what that is but you can't click on it and say what exactly that is so it looks like you probably could might be something to try just to see Xbox Play Anywhere. So I could possibly do it. Okay. Well, I'm clicking on it. We're going to install it. So install. Um, that's the fun part about having a computer right next to, it, to me. The um, only game I know they haven't really done that with. Um, well, there is plenty of games they haven't done it with, but, you know, most of the time, you know, uh, PC and Xbox will be platform just because they're owned by the same person um but fable it never does it for fable it's fable is always in xbox only and i don't understand that because the original fable i think was made for pc um and they are fable is coming back this year you gotta look at it though Game a system like Game Pass, that idea was non-existent. That's true. When Fable like this, was yeah. first, yeah, yeah, like when Fable came out. I mean, we're talking about like Xbox and then Xbox 360. I mean, so we really can't, you know, if if it's uh, developed by Microsoft Studios, it will be on Game Pass. Very true. I, mean, I believe there that little trailer they they did. They said play it first on Xbox, which, again, when they say Xbox, they include Game Pass. That is true. Um, And supposedly right now, they're actually in Europe. They're actually um, 
beta testing like a family version of Xbox Game Pass. So like you buy it's like twenty five or thirty dollars and you get like five people on on it that get all the Game Pass stuff. So you don't need five different subscriptions. You only need one. So, but I think they're beta testing that, and I think it's Europe right now. But supposedly that's going to come across. Um, moving on to on to me, um, I have played a little bit of Crisis Core because uh, I got that for Christmas. Uh, I'm trying to get back into The Last of Us because I'm um, uh, what is it? Because the the show came out. Um, I actually started, so I got, I found out I was about three quarters of the way through the game. And then that's when the whole thing, which I've already talked about a hundred times on here, when I transferred over from my PlayStation four to my PlayStation five. Um, so I'm finally back to like where I'm at in the story. So I want to continue that. Um, did start playing, um, monster hunter rise on Xbox, which, uh, I don't know why I'm doing that to myself again, but I, I am. Um, back into the abyss oh yeah it's it's going back into the abyss uh dabbled a little bit in elden ring and i think that was more just because we were all online playing it um though i did get um i did get a code uh it was provided by uh the developer uh big blue bubble so uh going out to big blue bubble um there's a game called power cord that uh i was given a code to so um uh, for review purposes and all of that. So I am conducting a review, uh, initial review right now, uh, just to kind of look at it. The story is basically, um, it's a deck building game. So, um, and you're basically these monsters or whatever, and uh, you create a band and you used um, music and heavy metal to defeat other monsters and uh, all of that. And you kind of go through this tower and... Um, so it's 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 interesting. Um, like I said, it's a deck building game, so all your moves are basically by a card, and the cards will do something. So um, um, it's fun to play on the Steam Deck. Um, I once again, uh, it's kind of my theory when it comes to Crisis Core. Um, Crisis Core is fun on the PC, but this game actually plays a lot better when it's on Steam Deck. Um, like I get more into it, I think. Um, so um that got released on the on the 26th of January um so um like I said I was provided a code um from them so I thank you for them and uh a full review is going to be coming out soon from me on that uh but it is a fun game um my initial my initial thoughts right now is that it's very fun um it's a kind of a simple little game there's not like a lot of thinking to it it's just kind of follow the cards and what they do so if you played a deck building game um Go ahead and you're you know, saying it's you're easy gonna... if you're someone who's not experienced and it, it's easy to pick up. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the elements of it are not necessarily that hard uh, to pick up. Um, There's not a big learning curve. Yeah. And if you like if you kind of like a little cheesy metal monster blood and all of that, I mean, it's 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 a fun game to little pick up. Um, and it's not that expensive. It's an indie game. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to have a separate, uh, little podcast thing about a review for it. Uh, so, uh, stick out for that, but, uh, power cord, uh, big blue bubble, uh, check it out. Uh, it is a fun game. Um, so that's what I've been playing, uh, and, and all of that. Um, so I, I do want to go back a little bit to, uh, the video game awards and all of that. Um, that, you know, we made a lot of predictions and all that. And it seems like a lot of our predictions came true. I'm not going to kind of go and rehash all of that, especially when Katie wasn't here. So she would kind of be lost on what we picked. Um, 
Though I do want to go back to that debate. Okay. So, and, and the question is, it's not, I don't want to get into the, well, should have Eld- should Elden Ring have won it? Should God of War won it? We've already killed, you know, killed the horse, resurrected and killed the horse again, beat it up again uh, when it came to this. But the question I have is, looking at it, is it possible to really kind of pit these games against each other? They did. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is that is that an unfair thing? So, um, so right, I'm going to take you, okay? You are not um, a base building person. Uh, you don't like those types of games. Um, or you don't prefer. I don't want to say like. You just don't prefer them. You don't prefer um, Japanese-style type sort of games. I mean, it, it takes you a little bit to get into it. So, like, if I gave you, like, a straight anime game, you would look at the art style and be like, mm, I don't yeah, think it, so. It would depa- it would, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it would, would take a lot for you to be interested in it. Yeah. But it's, if it's I gave... Visual, I've explained this before. It's a visual. Yeah, it's just a visual thing to you. But if I give you a, a game like Ghost Recon that says, hey, you're going to be this guy. You're going to customize your guy that's going to look very authentic to real life. Uh, you have real authentic gun th- play thought process to it, gunsmithing, exploration, all of that. I mean, that's kind of your wheelhouse. You know, look at the division. Look at Ghost. What is it? Ghost War. Um, not Ghost. What? What's that one? Breakpoint. Um, Wildlands. Yeah, Wildlands. All of that. So you like that, okay? So everybody has their opinions. So. When it comes to that. So, Katie, getting to know you, you like the anime type sort of games. So, how can. Yeah. And I get that there's panels that kind of look at this on an unbiased, you know, basis. Um, but do you think that there might be so many just different variations of genres that to call one game a game of the year is unfair and that we should have. Like game of the year for action, game of the year for RPG. Well, they game... do that when they give away the best RPG, best action adventure. So, but what I'm saying is that game of the year, should you look at it and say, you can't do a best game of the year, like overall game of the year, because there's so many different variations that go into it. Like, how do you stay unbiased on that? And is it like, is it the panels that they put up? And I'm not going to question the panel and, and the biasness of, of panels or unbiasedness of the panels, but you know, and you know, and they do publish like who was on the panel to look at these games. I mean, do you really feel that that's an accurate representation of, you know, how can, if we're looking at multi millions of people playing video games nowadays, you know, it's not 20 years ago where, you only had, you know, so many millions of people playing. Now you have, you know, it's almost, it's a staple now uh, when it comes to conversation. Gaming's mainstream. Yeah, gaming is mainstream. How can you have 30 people who run their own outlets be suddenly the voice of millions of people when it comes to games? Like, should there be a lot more that goes into uh, the criteria or publish the criteria for what makes a game of the year? Yeah, I believe because you got to look at it this way. Some people hate shooters. Some people hate RPGs. So it is like it's biased because, of course, like no one's going to, you know, um, for Elden Ring. A lot of people won't try if they're just used to shooters. And so, yeah, there should be 
Hmm. Yeah, I do believe there should be a category, and I don't believe it should be up to, like you said, like 30 people picking it or something like that. I I think we should look what sells the best, what's getting the best reviews and stuff like that. Well, um, and, and kind of having the people have a say in it. I get it. I, I get what you're saying. And and see, I, I mean, and you 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 know, you kind of stumbled a little bit trying to trying to talk about it because it's it's hard to quantify it. You know, like the, the thought is. the thought process is like, oh yeah, you're right. I mean, we're gonna get these group of people, and they're you know they're unbiased. They're the the voice of video games. You know, from um, you know the IGNs and GameSpots and and Game Informer and and I mean whoever else and, and you know in their merits you know. Congrats to them for the success that they have in in their outlets and their platforms that they that they go on. Whether or not you agree with what they write about and say or, or not, you know they've had success. So obviously they are you know they are looked at platforms that that are influencers or influence opinion. But uh, you know what I'm saying is that it's very hard to, to me. It's to quantify that. Like what would quantify a game of the year? What would quantify to say yes, this is great. Because, like, Ryan, you, you have a really good point. You're not bashing Elden Ring. No. You're not saying that it's a bad game. I don't not like Elden Ring. Yeah. You're just saying that when you Very think good. of a game of the year, it's just not a game of the year to you. No. It's... You know? Kate, do you have uh, something? I was, I was very honestly surprised at one. I knew it was a good game. Um, I was going to wait until it went on sale on Steam, but it really never did. Um, But, um, yeah, Elden Ring. I forgot what I was going to say again. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Chris. What's your thought, Chris? Did we lose Chris? I know what you're talking about. Like okay. you're you're trying. It's like you want like a game of the year for best storytelling, game of the year for best action RPG. But this, but here's the thing: these game rewards are going to be three days long. All right, so you got to go over that year. What was the best game for that year? I'm not saying God of War was not a great game. It was. Did it deserve that spot? Maybe, but is it a console exclusive and has a lot holding it against it because of that? Definitely. I mean, I but breaking everything down into subcategories, it's it's going to just be too much. Well, th- see, there's there's part of the argument there. Why being a console exclusive should diminish the quality of the game? Game of the Year is based on the quality. I if it's I, a, I the best game of the year, it's regardless of... If it's exclusive I mean, to a platform. Here, I mean, but here's... God of War was just more of the same of uh, the last one. It was everything but, improved. But that's the thing. Drastically. It, that's a system that works. I mean, think of it... Yeah, I, don't I, fix I, it if it ain't broken. Well, that's 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 going to be the thing. It, isn't Dark Souls very similar to that argument? I mean, we haven't had a Dark Souls game in a long time. But I mean, it, you basically have Elden, Elden Ring, Ring, a Dark Souls game. Isn't Elden Ring just harder in open world? Uh, so, I mean, what they did with uh, Elden Ring versus Dark Souls. So there's good, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of bad. All right. Uh, the open world is both really great and really bad in Elden Ring. 
you have so much to do, so much where so many places to go, and there's such little handholding there that people make mistakes and they go fight a boss that they're not supposed to when they're supposed to go south. And but nobody tells you that. But then you got God of War again. It's a cinematic adventure. You know, it's a great story. Solid character. There's a lot of emotion. Excellent but at the same play. time, I, I disagree. It's boring. The combat is so much more. I, I find the combat in God of War Ragnarok engaging. He, I got a head on me that doesn't shut up. I, of course I know Kratos was on fire. He's burning. What? But God, of, but God of War combat, I mean, it, it's, ex, you know, there's not too many bosses in the game, if you really think about it, that, that are gods. Okay. Well, let's not spoil anything, because the game is still fairly new. Okay. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, but I get it. Like, this is this is the discussion. Like how yeah, how do how do you I'll be, I'll here I'll break down the the difference I see in the combat. Elden Ring tries to do too much. I think okay, it's a great thing to have all these options and all these weapons and everything, but that severely limits the variation of what you can do with each weapon. It's very basic. Okay, compared to God of War, it's focused, and mm-hmm. it's more yeah it's more flashy but you can do a lot with those with those two weapons yep yep then it makes it more engaging and more fun katie um okay so god of war usually is straight storyline uh not really open world too much i i have not played the new one by the way so i cannot speak for it but i do think you should take into account longevity longevity of the game because while you say Elden Ring's too much, you can also play the game way longer um, if you like don't want to like speed run and beat it right away. You know, it's more enjoyable if you really enjoy the game and have more longevity to it. Okay, that but that brings up the discussion quality over quantity. Like, when is too much? Like a lot, of, I've heard, I've heard a lot of voices saying that games, like especially open world games, are getting too big, and there's almost too much, too many hours you have to you you're gonna have to put into it. So that's that other side of that argument. Well, some people like that. It's like some that, people that can that, only afford five or six games a year. So that's I'm just bringing yeah. up the other side of that argument, though I understand it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I get mean, it. like uh, with Assassin's Creed, for example, it was getting bigger and bigger, and the new one coming out is smaller in scale because. That's what everyone's. That's what fans have been asking for, more streamlined experience. I'm not saying that's why God of War. That's the single reason. I'm just saying that that's the other side of that argument. I get it. Is is bigger better? Very true. Very true. So, so first off, uh, just a little side note. While you guys have been talking, I can confirm there is cross save and cross platform between xbox and pc for monster hunter because i just loaded up my guy from xbox what in the zeus what in the beard of zeus is that thing uh that is um the hunting horn no 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 turn around that thing oh that's a dog (laughs) that has armor on so that armor is um 
a Royal Ludroff. So I'm a little sidetracked. Am I? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you just, you just like, we, we were folks on a discussion and you just went, by yeah, the way, way we, it works. Yeah, by the way. So, uh, but, uh, okay. So, um, going into that, no, but I mean, but this, this kind of brings up my, this is exactly why I asked this question. Okay. You guys both, all three of you have brought up very good arguments from one is the story streamlined. One is, um, you know, length of the actual game to. Can I bring up one more point? Sure. Like they were both saying that God of War is story based. It's story, story, and you can go through it quicker. That depends on the difficulty you're playing. You play that sucker on Give Me God of War. I mean, yeah. I mean, you ain't you ain't steamrolling through it. That's very true. So, um, argument can be said though for Elden Ring, which you know, doesn't have like, a difficulty setting. Yo, it does. All right, it actually you, has an easy setting. Yeah, it, it depends it, it's on if called, you farm. It's called, it's called a, All right, I'm gonna jump off of this place and I'm gonna fast travel. And I'm gonna get a hundred thousand souls every five five minutes. That's that's easy mode. Very true. Very true. Um, but then that takes away from the experience of the game. I I did well, that to give myself an advantage. But now you're not just like playing the game. Now you. Now, now you're cheesing the game. Now you have to cheese and it they, in order to yeah. actually enjoy the game instead of just being able to go, oh, well, I don't want to really – I just so, want to experience things, so I'm going to put it on this So, So I think, I think what I would do is that – so we always get these like, like, okay, so this is just the winner. Like we just have to accept that this is the winner. I would love to see the report that they put together. Like I would love to read what were the deciding factors of why this game won over this game. Like to me – even on every, I mean, like that's how much we're of not even talking about this year. Any, any yeah, year. any year. Like this I, isn't I, the first controversial year. Yeah, well, and, and and that's the thing. So like, and and I I wouldn't necessarily call it controversial. I would just call it that there's a lot of interest in it, um, because I don't think that well because you had these two heavyweights going. Correct. Right you had these huge, huge heavyweights uh-huh. going. I would love to like once again. I would love to see the report of how they determined that, you know, um, Elden Ring, and I'm not disagreeing with it. No, it's their decision. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not saying that that was a shitty decision. Yeah, you know, and all of that. I just, I would just love to. You know, that's where I'm getting at. I would love to see where where that criteria came in, what was discussed, and how that um, decision was made to make that game of the year. Mm -hmm. I think it would be pretty cool to kind of push that. So I I don't know if if you guys are. I would be very interested in in reading that. Yeah, I would be too. if you do want to get into the discussion with us about this, um, we do Twitch. Um, so that's twitch.tv slash the save point TV. Um, if you are listening to this and, you know, make a comment or whatever, come and chat with us or just on our socials um, at the save point uh, on Twitter. Um, would love to get your thought process on, on, would you, are you just okay with accepting that these are the people that make the decision and that's where the awards go out and, don't need to, or would you love to see how everything broke down of why these games got the awards that they did? I would love to read that report. That's just me. No, I agree with that. Yep. Um, but then the other side is, what do you do if it's not going to be thirty people? What are you going to have like the fans vote for Game of the Year? Because that's a crap yeah. show. Because they could just they could they could vote for a, they could make it a joke. Yep. Yep. Exactly. They could vote, you know, you could have Elden Ring, God of War, and Stray up, and they could be, hey, yeah. it'd be funny if we all voted for Stray. Yep, exactly. Um, 
So, but you know what? I think that's going to do it. We uh, we were going to talk a little bit about Hogwarts, but I think we'll probably save that for the next one because by the time that um, uh, we record next, Hogwarts will be out. So I think we'll have a better idea of, of how we feel about the game. Um, we'll see if Chris and Ryan actually do pick up the game or not. No. Um, <laughs> that's why I was waiting for Ryan to just uh, do that. But uh, Katie, Harry Potter's not my thing, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, but it's not Harry, it's not Harry Potter though. It's it's Harry Potter. It's not it's my true. thing, dude. True. Uh, so Katie, this was your first uh, podcast, and uh, welcome. Hopefully, you decide that you want to come back. Hopefully, you're coming back. Thank you very much. And I think I will. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts that you got about anything with this? No, no, no. everything's been summarized pretty well. Okay, sounds good. Um, so that, like I said, that will do it for us here, uh, at the save point. Um, so, uh, once again, um, you know, check us out at, uh, at Twitter at the save point. Um, if you check us out on our Instagram, it's, uh, save point TV, all uh, underscore between each word. Um, and then check us out at Twitch at twitch.tv, uh, slash the save point TV. Um, but that will do it for us. Uh, have a good one. Take care of yourselves. And uh, until next time. Deuces.